0: Hello and welcome to the Leaders' Council podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us in a very quiet Westminster today as once again we put the topic of leadership under the spotlight. I'm Scott Challoner and today I'm joined by Bumba Muitwa. Now Bumba is a director and owner of Edinburgh River Life, an a la carte fine dining restaurant specialising in French Caribbean cuisine. Uh, Bumba, welcome. Great to have you with us on the programme today.
1: Thank you very much. It's an honour to be here.
0: And it's a pleasure to uh, have you as well. Now, this podcast, of course, is all about leadership, effective leadership in particular. But what does that word leader actually mean to you?
1: Um, I think uh, a leader is somebody who um, is passionate about what they're doing and somebody who um, holds very high uh, integrity a good communicator and somebody who people will be happy to follow without um, hesitation.
0: Absolutely, because Absolutely. being a leader is about more than just being one person leading um, anything, isn't it? It's about having a team of people around you and also being able to get the best out of them. Essentially, it, form, it falls upon the shoulders of that leader to create an atmosphere, a culture of positivity so that those around them can really flourish and you can get the best out of those people. That's really important, isn't it? That's
1: right, definitely. Um, yeah. When you look at... um. I'll, I'll speak for myself for instance, um, you rightly said a leader is some, somebody who has got, they have quite a lot of people looking up to them, and um, the results of what you're trying to achieve cannot be attained without uh, good leadership. And that, of course, entails good communication and guidance for um, to your peers.
0: Mm. You talked a little bit there as well, Bumba, about the uh, the qualities that a good leader should have. Um, do you think that these qualities are attributes that people are born with, or do you think that they're something that you can learn and develop throughout your life and your career?
1: Um, some attributes you're born with, but I think the majority of what makes a good leader is um, what he learns throughout his or her life. Mm what they're exposed to, and what they're passionate about, and um, so I think the majority is what you learn from the world that surrounds you, what is ethically right and wrong, and what you choose to practice as a leader.
0: Absolutely, and are there any um, examples of uh, leadership figures who've maybe been an inspiration to yourself with their qualities?
1: I mean, definitely one name that pops up is Nelson Mandela.
0: Mm.
1: He's the person who, he fought for, um, against apartheid and um, served almost 30 years in prison. And when he came out, he did not show signs of bitterness, but later became the first democratically elected president um, in South Africa. Mm. And... Nelson Mandela's story anyway is, is quite an inspirational story and he's definitely one person I would aspire to be like if I could.
0: Absolutely, and um, if Nelson Mandela were to return and um, even come into um, the restaurant and address the staff uh, there, what do you think he would actually say to them?
1: I'd like to believe he would um, obviously embrace the situation and encourage um the staff in the restaurant to treat each other with respect Mm. and um, to have respect for for self and respect one another and to let them know that together they, they are likely to achieve more than if they stand alone.
0: Absolutely. And uh, those principles of respect, especially in the context of leadership, are no more relevant than they are at the moment with the whole fallout of the COVID-19 outbreak, of course, and the ensuing disruption. Um, Tell me, mm-hmm. Bumba, how has it been for you as a business leader over the last few weeks Um, trying to, of course, grapple with all of that? It's, it's been difficult. Actually, the difficulty um, was felt with regards
1: to the COVID-19 prior to... Um, The British government made all its announcements. Um, If you look back at the last three months, just at the turn of the year, we've had the most quiet January, February and March until we were advised by the government to close. Um, So the adverse effect was felt way before announcements were made within the United Kingdom.
0: And um, do you think um that perhaps um there could have been greater communication and greater leadership in that sense in making sure that people were better informed? I
1: would like to believe that definitely we should have or oh, the people of, of the of the United Kingdom should have been um given more information and um especially highlighted the risks um of and sorry, the risk and the um, severity of COVID-19 mm-hmm. should have been more uh, widely um, announced and um, communicated to the wider public. It feels like it's only in the last week or two that um, the UK government has been quite vigilant in trying to put measures to um, combat the spread of the, 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 the virus.
0: Mm. that's um really interesting actually because um it is um in contrast to other approaches you look at the um the responses in china and in italy for example from the likes of xi jinping and also from giuseppe conte there that they were quite proactive in putting their countries on lockdown and we were Mm -hmm. very much taking a less hands-on approach until now when more Mm -hmm. stringent measures have come into place um if we take that away from politics and away from that crisis bumper as a business mm-hmm. leader in an everyday context do you tend to prefer to dive straight in and really get on top of situations as soon as possible or do you let things play out a bit and see how matters develop before you then take the appropriate action
1: i tend to just dive in and um, as soon as i see a situation arising i try to deal with it as soon as um, as possible um, yes, there will be times when you find yourself um, firefighting rather than the opposite. Uh, But generally, I'm a leader. I'm, I'm the kind of person who, I believe I'm the kind of leader who will try and deal with a situation
0: before, before it arises, if, if you want to put it that way. Yes um, definitely. Um, Bumba, um, before of course we do go about um, wrapping things up, um, do let me know um, what you imagine the next 12 months beyond the uh, Covid crisis will hold for yourself for Edinburgh River Life and what you really do hope to achieve in that time frame as well.
1: Um, it's quite difficult to predict because this is this is a first, it's unprecedented so um, I'd like to believe Soon after this pandemic is over, it will be a slow return—not just for river life, but for many businesses and just for day-to-day life. It'll be a slow return to business, and obviously, some will be paranoid about going out. So it's—it's it's like change. People don't normally take well to change, mm. but in this case, this um, COVID is relating to our health. Situations and it's a matter of life and death in most cases. So I think people will be quite weary of um, going out because eating out in a restaurant is not a necessity, it's a luxury. And I think people um, will take their time before they, they're quite comfortable about being um, out and about again.
0: Yes, it's absolutely. Mm. It certainly does seem that there will be a lot of changes um in the uh, the coming weeks and months. Um and we're already seeing the rules of borrowing being rewritten by the government as well. So there are going to be quite a lot of economic changes as well in that time frame, aren't there?
1: Oh definitely, definitely. It's um it's quite um a period of uncertainty um going forth. Much as the government has pledged to help, which is greatly appreciated. But it's after it's the payback time. For instance, I, I I try very hard not to borrow. I, I don't like borrowing and um, setting mm-hmm. up River Life was set up uh, a partner myself From our own savings and hard work. It's only one pushed came to shove that we turned to the banks not to borrow and we feel with the COVID nineteen we lots of businesses and individuals are uh, kind of being pushed to jump into the savings. Um, into borrowing, which mm. they would not have otherwise tapped
0: into. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and um, let's hope that, of course, that upward trajectory in the light at the end of the tunnel does start to appear sooner rather than later, and business is able to return to normal and able to flourish um, as it would have done uh, before. Bumba, um, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the uh, the programme uh, today and I think it would also be fantastic to have you back on in a few months' time just to see how things have panned out look at this retrospectively and really review all that we've gone over today so again, thank you so much for coming on and um, talking to myself and also um, sharing all of that with the listeners as well Thank you
1: very much for having us it's been an honour being here and I uh, look forward to hearing back from you you stay well It's been an absolute
0: pleasure, as I say. We now hand over to Jonathan White for his exclusive interview with England cricket legend, Sir Andrew Strauss.
2: Hello and welcome. I'm Jonathan White. And today we are joined by Sir Andrew Strauss, former captain of the England cricket team and former director of cricket at the ECB. Sir Andrew, thank you very much for joining us today.
3: Real pleasure to be here. Thank you. The
2: pleasure is all of ours. You know, And you've had a distinguished career, as I said, both on and off the pitch in English cricket, recognised not least with your knighthood for services to sport just last year. So congratulations on that. Yeah, thank you. Um, Now, there have been ups and downs in the career, like any career, including public and private disagreements with certain individuals. And on that front, I think what everybody wants to know